The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. unofficial Game of Thrones internet radio show exclusively on poppychularadio.com. Poppy Chula Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Thursday, June 15th, 2016, and I'm your host, Brittany. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Game of Thrones. Please welcome my co-hosts, Evelyn. Hello. And Izzy. Hey, everybody. Alright, let's jump into our recap of Season 6, Episode 8, titled No One, and aired June 12, 2016. Here's the official synopsis of the episode. Tommen decrees that the trial by combat will be abolished and replaced by a trial of the faith, much to Cersei's dismay. Brienne arrives at Riverrun and attempts to persuade the Blackfish to surrender without success. After Jaime threatens to kill Edmure, Tully's young son, Edmure, orders the Tully forces to stand down, but the Blackfish doesn't go down without a fight. Brienne and Pod both escape. Varys departs Marine on an unknown mission. Soon after his departure, Marine is attacked by the slaving cities, but Daenerys returns. Sandor Clegane kills the outlaws who sacked his village and encounters Sir Beric and Thoros, who explain that the outlaws were renegades. Arya is taken in by Lady Crane, who heals her wounds, but in the morning, the Waif arrives and kills Lady Crane. She also chases Arya throughout the city of Bravos. Arya leads the Waif into the catacombs and kills the Waif, before returning to her face... What? What? Before returning her face to the House of Black and White and declaring that she is Arya Stark. Alright. That summary was really, really long. Alright, guys, so... I've heard a lot of controversy over this episode, but I want to know what you guys thought. And I want to know if you guys are on the bandwagon of some of the things I've seen, or if you have your own thing going on. So, Evelyn, what did you think of this episode? I thought it was pretty good. Um, I've, I've always been one to ship Jamie and Brienne. I still hold out hope for that. Sorry, Izzyano here. A big fan of Tormund, but you You're know, evil. so <laughs> well, I also like Ramsey, so there's there's that. But um, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I thought a bunch of stuff happened, and it really just progressed the storyline, and everything's just lining up for like a badass finale. All right, all right, cool, cool. <clears throat> and what hey, about you, Izzy? What? Wait, what bandwagon are you talking about? I want to know that. The bandwagon of that this episode totally sucked. Oh, no. I don't feel that at all about this episode. 
I think it did have some pacing issues, but mm-hmm. other than that, I thought it was great. I thought it was a good episode. Uh, it wasn't like the best, you know, so like, you know, there's been, you know, better episodes like, you know, Jon Snow Resurrection or, you know, the snow, like um, uh, the Stark reunion, you know, that was a great episode. So like, obviously, comparatively to some other episodes, it's not the greatest, but it wasn't bad episode. I really like what they did with the. Uh, we kind of like predicted it last last, ep- last episode that she, that the wave is probably gonna be like taken into like somewhere dark and then get killed, and that's kind of what happened. And um, I just I just feel like sometimes when we talk about the next episode that's coming up or we try to like have our predictions and it like most of the times it ends up happening and that like upsets me because then i'm like god damn it we know too much or it sucks you know in, in that sense but other than that that was a great episode that was good i liked it i really oh. liked the whole jamie interaction with the blackfish and how like the blackfish was like last episode he was like yo i, I see your measure etc and then like this episode jamie was like motherfucker you know no shit <laughs> gotcha got him boys so yeah anyway. all right well i agree with both of you i um I think this episode was quite good. Um, of course, I don't think it's one of the best, but I think we've been on kind of a mini slump the past uh, three episodes, including this one. But I think this one picked up. Like, I think we had episode six, which was favorite of any of us. I don't think we really liked that one. And, uh, well, I wasn't here for episode seven, so I don't know how you guys felt about that. But I, I thought it was okay. It was solid. But I think this one was a lot better. Well, well, it depends. We'll see. There's probably a lot of different uh, opinions. But, I mean, I'll get into some of the theories that I saw. Um, and maybe you guys will give in some of your insight on what you think of what other people are saying on the internet. Um, compared to what you guys think. But, before we get into a thorough recap, here are a few reminders on how you can interact with the show via social media. Follow the station on social media, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search for at Poppy Chulo Radio. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concern, email us via contact at poppychuloradio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chulo Radio team as an honor personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychuloradio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chulo Radio programs by visiting poppychuloradio.com slash archives. And... Search for The Throne Room through iTunes and hit the subscribe button. Alright guys, so from what I was reading um, around the net, because I do, I, I am one of those people that I watch the episode and I get my own reaction and then I'll go online to see other people like what they're talking about because you do want to talk with people right after the episode or maybe even see what they're thinking and a lot of people were upset about um uh a lot of things in this episode and they i i'm declaring this you know i said it myself i'm declaring this episode the episode of like hype slaying i think what a lot of people do and it's it's okay you know um they theorize a lot but there's a i think there's like there should be a line you know when you theorize something for fun and you actually believe it's true to like really believing it's true and then when it doesn't happen you think the episode sucks so i'm pretty sure you guys might have talked about it or not but um we'll start with Arya's storyline because i feel like that that one we can wrap up the quickest so um basically 
Arya doesn't die. I don't know if any of you guys felt like she was going to. I didn't think she was at all. Um, I, I I didn't think she was gonna die, but as as you know, the Debbie Downer that I am, I was hoping she would die. <laughs> just just because like I like I like that you know like kind of like devil's advocate kind of dynamic and like everybody loves this character and I want to see it be like be taken away in like a brutal manner and be like oh you guys had all these hopes and dreams for this character and now she's gone you know I like that feeling because it makes her interesting TV so I didn't think she would die but I was hoping she would die okay I can see where you're coming uh with that I uh I could agree with you only 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 the thing that bothers me is that that would serve her her story no purpose because one of the things I've been saying about Arya is like I like her and I like what she wanted to do which was go to the faceless men and train but I also got bored of her being there because she is the only character with an arc that has nothing to do with the main story and it makes me bored because I am interested in the main story of the White Walkers versus the humans. Like, I am so into that. And why is Arya not a part of that, you know? So I was... We, we theorized that she was probably going to leave the Faceless Men. And um, she does that. So we find her, you know, wounded. And uh, she goes to Lady Crane, who takes care of her. And it's... I really like Lady Crane. I've always liked her character. I think... Uh, I was hoping uh, Arya would leave with her. But she says, you know, no, because they're they're looking for me and, you know, you'll be in trouble. Uh, unfortunately, the waif comes and kills her and not just in a, not just kills her. She kills her in a brutal way. We get, we cut to that shot and she's all fucked up. Yeah, she is. She's like broken in half or something. It's, it's shocking. Yeah, like, I we, was like, we, holy shit. We see a lot of deaths, guys, and we see a lot of people being killed as well. Which is not short of this episode because we saw a lot of people. We got people's heads being chopped off this episode. We saw some shit. But I think what's scary is that we hear, we see her on the on the stool and we hear what's happening. But we're not sure, like, we don't see it. So when we, we pan to that shot and her, she, you know, I she's on the, she's on the, um, the stool and she's all, oh, I can't even describe the way she's positioned. It's just, it's so, ugh. It gave me chills, and I'm like, damn, I, I, I've already hated this wave. I hated her more now. So, um, she gets that, and, um, Aya has a, I guess she's already healed. They, they, the pacing, what you were saying, Izzy, about how the pacing was, uh, a little off. I think that was that entire, um, Aya sequence was weird, her entire storyline in this episode, because it, it seemed like, she was healing for at least a day or two, but it seemed like it was one day. I don't know. It was weird. So people were like, yeah. well, she's already running through the streets and blah, blah. She's supposed to be, you know, and I'm kind of like, guys, you can get past uh, magic, but you can't get past and maybe Arya it can heal fast or maybe she puts something in there that, you know, I don't know. Or that maybe that... or maybe magically when she was trying to kill Arya, she did it in a really sloppy way. You know, like she didn't, she didn't like cut off Aya's head. She like just stabbed her yeah, and figured that that would kill considering, her. Considering, like, that pissed me off. Like, that, that, like, okay, we don't know how much time had passed, yeah. but it looks like it's only been a day. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what it looked like to me. And it really pissed me off because if you, like, consider 
how small Arya is as a person. And then you go back and you see that dagger and how far it went in because like the dagger has blood on it. Yeah. You know, so you know like how much it went in. You know that Arya is like completely fucked. And yeah. like she like this is what I I hate about shows. I fucking hate pandering. And I feel like some of it it is pandering. I think when it falls out of reason and logic, that's when I start hating shows. Like again, like I have to like make my mind say, oh, okay, maybe this is like some magic, or maybe Arya has like super regeneration or something. But all logic tells us that Arya Stark should have been just completely like fucking obliterated. There's freaking guys called Drogo who had a fucking cut. He got infected. It got dropped in a day. And then Macy Williams gets stabbed like a million times and nothing happens. Come on, man. That's bullshit. Yeah, that- to be to be fair, Cal Drogo got fucked with, with the magic too. So Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I mean obviously. Yeah. But like, but- no, I told I get it. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So And and not only she got stabbed, she fell into like crap exactly. water. Exactly. Yeah, no. So I'm yeah. just like Ugh! But I'm like, okay. I, I keep it to myself because I want to see what they do with it. And I have to agree with you. Like, you know, we were talking about it before. Like, Arya's story made no fucking sense. And I even said it. Like, there's only one or two things that they could happen. Either, like, she leaves a faceless man and goes to Westeros. Or she dies. And that's it. Yeah. Like, so, anyways. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. That's fine. I mean, we can talk as I say. Because, you know, this. it's pretty simple. She gets taken in by Lady Crane. The wave kills Lady Crane. The wave chases Aya around town, which, by the way, a lot of people were like, "Oh my God, she runs, she runs like um like a robot or whatever." And I was like, "I don't care. The wave is ugly. She can run, fuck, dude. I don't I care." Have, I have to say that like seeing the like that one scene when she jumps off and she's like rolling through the street. Ow! And, like, all that stuff. That's you know you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. yes. And then the you see like the background is all like kind of blurred. But you see the wave as she's yeah, okay. That looks that, scary. Oh, it looks so good. Like every time I see the wave in the background, I'm just like, you guys are fucking killing it with these scenes. Like they look great. Yeah. You know? And, and, the, uh, and the wave is scary. It, she's being hunted. And we're yeah. seeing the hunter in the background. And it's and you're scared for Arya. You are. I was. Yeah. I, I like I was like, holy shit, dude. Like I was a hundred percent sure like Arya was gonna die here. Like I was like, damn. And when I saw the wave running up like above her on like I guess that ledge or whatever that little oh, yeah, wall, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Arya was running like on the lower level, and I was like, shit, she can't. Why doesn't she see her? Turn around. You're running from someone. You need to watch your back. And she never did. And I was like, oh my god, she's gonna get her. She's gonna get her. I kept thinking that like the whole time. Yeah, and you know, some of the people were, um, they were complaining about that scene because the wave was running like like a robot and blah, and I'm like, guys, this was a fantastic chase scene, considering that uh, we all thought, or not, or some people thought Aya was going to die and she didn't, this was a perfect way, I think, to make up for that scene, that fake out death or fake yeah. out thing that she's running for her life and she's injured, and I think it, what's great about that is that Arya's not running like she's, like she's in... Um, like she's a like I, I well I can't think of words right now. Uh, I was gonna say like the Olympics. Like she's not running amazingly. She's running injured, and then she falls down the stairs. But what people were uh, mad about last episode was like like why is Arya in the middle of the day not worried and gets you know gets shanked, 
And but here when she's running, she's actually has a plan. She's running somewhere. She's leading her somewhere. And that's where the wave fails. Um, the wave just thinks like, oh, she's just running. She doesn't know what she's doing. I is actually running to somewhere where she knows that she can um she can fight her, which is yeah. where she was staying in. And um I wanna ask you guys about this. How did you feel about her just, you know, um, taking out the candle and we don't get to see the fight? How did you guys feel about I that? I was fine with that. I liked it. Okay. I was fine with that. What I was not fine with is, again, how you were saying, like, she's leading the wave somewhere. Like, she got like, okay, you know how people complain that she was just like, kind of like, oh, okay, I'm going to be fine. And then she gets ganked and she gets, yeah. like, stabbed. Yeah. Like, if if things had been planned out, for for her because like towards the end of this chase all of it was you could tell that she was planning something she was like having blood on the floor and the wave was chasing it at that point i really think that Arya already had a plan like what i'm gonna do yeah. you know the wave was at a point where she was like super overconfident because like Arya's hurt like what can she really do you know that's what she was thinking and Arya at this point was exploiting her false insecurity so like you can see that she's like leaving like splatters of blood so the wave can follow her. So the wave like completely got like sucked in to like Ari's little web towards the end of that tunnel. And but what bothers me again, we go back to the scene where she got stabbed. None of it was planned. She like Yeah. Like No, I agree just, with that. I feel like it's a weird scene because I feel like they were gonna kill Arya and something happened. You know, like I feel like they were going to kill her off. Like, I think that was it. And then there was a change in direction because it's too weird. You know, like somehow she goes from like, I'm stabbed and I'm doing like little bunny ears with my fingers. I'm stabbed. I recover in a day and then I plan things out while I'm being chased. Like yeah. it just, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. And yeah. I don't like that, you know? Um, But according to what you're saying about the scene where like, you know, I really like that she, like, takes out Needle and she, like, she's calm and composed. And she just slashes, you know, the, the candle. Yep. And then you're at the temple and uh, Jockin is, like, looking at the blood on the floor and he's like, man, somebody's making a mess in that temple. <laughs> I fucking clean this every day. We, we saw Aya clean that shit all the time. I was like, God, she's like, God damn it. I just cleaned this place. And then you know, you see that the wave's face is there, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's yeah. good shit." Yeah, but I I liked I liked that scene where you know she takes out needle and then fucking slashes that candle with resolve because essentially that's a dying man's resolve. Like if she doesn't fucking get shit done right then and there, she's dead because the wave's gonna kill her. She has nowhere to run. I mean, like she. The wave closed the door, so it was, you know, all or nothing, and she came out on top because of her fucking blind training, which, you know, the wave was a bit cocky with that. She, I don't think the wave would have fault for that. Yeah. Actually, but, the wave, uh, what's cool about this is that some people were like, oh, wow, um, Aya won, and blah, blah. I'm like, well, Aya disobeyed her very first like rule or mission so her punishment was fight was being blind and learning to fight blind i'm pretty sure the wave is like you know teacher's pet where she never failed a mission so she doesn't have the training of training without her eyes 
So when Aya did that, she got the upper hand and fucking massacred the bitch. And uh, I was okay with this scene. I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And just seeing her face on the wall was enough for me. That was just, that was satisfying. I'm okay. And uh, I, I believe I did say a couple episodes ago that uh, with my theory that if that she was probably going to leave the faces men that she would kill the waif and bringing her face was like the debt that was paid for Lady Crane's face that she decided to show mercy on her. I was like, I'm pretty sure if, it doesn't matter if she brings Aya or the waif. It, as long as they have a face, the debt is paid. So and we get, yeah, we... Jockin's like reaction to yeah like, how did you guys like, feel about that did I feel you... like he was like leading like this was all part of like a test and he said it he didn't say something like uh, you are now no one exactly so a like, girl is no one now a yeah. girl is no and one then and then like... that fucking like iconic thing that she's like a girl is Arya Stark of Winterfell and, and he I'm didn't going home yeah. he, got, like, he was happy. proud of her he I was, was so like, oh, proud oh, of her he smiled, and I was just like... And he couldn't, you know, he couldn't be beaming because, obviously, like, he put in all that work into her for nothing and all that training, Yeah. and so he should kill her, but he's not going to. She fucking paid her debt with the fucking wave's face, and he, you see that small little smile? He was so proud of her. Yeah, yeah he, he was proud of her, and then as the scene is concluding, she's, like, walking out, and he's just, like, looking at her walk away, and, like... It just seems like he wasn't really wanting to have her as a faceless man. I really think that he just wanted a trainer. So you know? he was looking at her walk away like, fuck, who's going to mop my floors now? Yo, oh, yeah, well, that's true. Who's going to fucking clean my kitchen? Been, he's gonna, like, well, she, well, she know, killed the waif, which she could have done yeah. that, but, you know. He, um, he killed Jockin's waifu. I, I did want to I, I comment about um, the episode before how... I, uh, I don't think either, Lizzie, I'm with you. I don't think she planned on um, getting stabbed or, you know, leading her. Like, it wasn't an elaborate thing to get hurt and then, you know, lead her to her death. I think that Aya was actually caught off guard. And the reason I say that is because um, a lot of people were mad. They're like, why? Why are you stupid? You know, you're being hunted and blah. It's like, yeah, okay. But I think people don't take into the fact that Aya is supposedly like 11 or 12 years old this girl she's not a mastermind she does she is um she does have some qualities of intelligence and being a little sneaky and but if you look at her entire arc um she's also made some mistakes you know it's happened before she's gotten in trouble and it when i saw her um get stabbed by the old lady like i did i just saw this old lady and i was like damn you ugly but like it took me off guard too you know like i didn't i didn't see it happening so i getting caught off guard didn't bother me i thought it was in her own right i feel like all our characters that we love fuck up they all do and i'm okay with that just as long as it's not really like really massively stupid uh, you, although you could put that uh that instance as massively stupid but i also think that it just it happened the way got her caught her off guard in the sense that she was out in the day and she probably didn't think shit was gonna go down during the day i think that's the only way i can back up our um aria fucking up i would agree with you if it wasn't for the fact that they've been writing her very smart recently like everything that she's been doing has been like very calculated she's been learning all this stuff and i i if it wasn't because of how they've gotten maybe that's the problem of direction with her character that like she's 
seemingly been like a smarter character and like learning so much and for her to just like drop her guard like that that seems so out of character for her recently but it, it, seem, like, it, it seems like Aya Stark though because when uh when she gets her first mission she fucking fails it when she gets her second mission she fucking fails it like or not fails it but she does the opposite like so i am making really weird choices randomly at crucial times is not out of character entirely i would say i would think the starks have a habit of doing stupid shit in my opinion <laughs> all of them all yeah. of them i todos have done something stupid and rob was probably the worst one but yeah, they all haven't. No, but I get it. You know, Arya had a weird thing, but um, to to end up to to end Arya's storyline and stuff, she does say that to Jockin. I think Jockin was kind of like I think he trained her to be no one, and I think it's really cool because we're all like, is Arya ever gonna be no one? Is she gonna fail her test? Is she gonna become no one? She does, but I think she chooses. Test- but she chooses to still be Aya Stark. Yeah. And I think the reason Jockin smiles is because he knew all along. that That's why he kept asking her, who are you? Who are you? And she kept saying no one. But he really was waiting for her to say, like, Aya Stark. That's all he's been waiting for. And that's why he let her go. Because, well, you don't want to be part of the, of the Faceless Men. Then fine. Go. Be Aya Stark. And I think he was kind of okay with that. You know? I think that, like, even him, like, it's... I think I think the entire thing was for her to, again speaking about the Snow One thing, like I think the entire thing was for her, her to be able to be no one when she needs to yeah. be no one. Yeah. Just like Jockin is no one when he needs to be no one, but most of the time he's just Jockin. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he has, Jesus. yeah, yeah, he has a name, Jockin Hagar. Like he's that when he, but then when he has to like kill somebody, he is no one. And I yeah. think that was the entire point of like her training, and yeah. I, I didn't. You know, I didn't see any other lighting. I think people thought that she was going to become, like, this freaking Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And, you know, I, I yeah. wanted that, too. But I think what it was, we were all hyped up for the Faceless Men because we're like, damn, they're assassins. But exactly. for me, when I found out that they're assassins that get paid to do shit, like, it's the, it doesn't go any deeper than that. That it really is, they get paid to kill people, even if those people are decent. Like, it kind of made me, like, not want that for Arya. So when she chose to show mercy to Lady Crane, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And I think her purpose was to um, to embrace her identity as Arya Stark, but to also get some massive training. Because that's what Arya's always wanted to be. She didn't want to be a lady. She wanted to be a warrior. And she finally fucking got the training. And now she's coming back with skills. And I think that was her arc, and I'm totally okay with that. I don't feel robbed at all. I feel like Arya is a warrior, and she's coming mm-hmm. back to kill to kick some ass. I don't know what she's gonna do with all so, that stuff, but I'm, but you I'm missed, ready. You missed last episode when we were talking about the Hound, and I, I, rem- I just remembered this because of what you just said about you know Arya wanting to be a warrior, etc. You know how the Hound is back. I was telling uh, Priscilla last episode that I really like that the Hound is back. Yeah. And I told her, like, what if, like, they team up? And I, the example that I gave up, I gave uh, her yet last time, was, like, what if they team up like, um, you know, Captain America and Bucky does to, like, you know, beat people down. You know, like, that scene in yeah. Captain America and Bucky, like, <laughs> when they're fighting Iron Man? Like, I can just imagine, like, Arya, like, being super small and, like, 
again, I repeat this, like, I repeat, I said this last time, uh, like, being super small and, like, fighting with the Hound. Would you like to see something like that, Brittany? Like, where, like, she comes back to Westeros, and the first person she sees is the fucking Hound. And they just, like, they're like, okay, let's do this. Kind of yeah. like, we've, we've yeah. been watch we've been seeing all these team-ups, like, you know, like, um, Brienne and Sansa, you know, and, like, Jamie and Bronn, you know, like, um, uh, Bran and Holdor. Well, Holdor's dead now, but the other chick. And like we've seen, yeah, yeah, like I, yeah. yeah, we've been no. seeing these teams. I want that. I want that so badly. The reunions as well. Like we're getting. This is like the 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 season of reunions. Like it's amazing. Fan service. It is fan service, but but at least it's written in an awesome way. Like we can appreciate it. It's not like oh look, I'm randomly here, but it's like they built it up, you know. So. With the mention of the Hound, we can talk about him right now. And basically, his uh, his story or the, his plot in this episode was he's he's fucking pissed. We saw him leave with the axe last episode, and oh, uh, we he's needed this. Ready. We needed this so bad. It, and it's just oh. we have that that we have that scene with those four guys and the guys touching the other guy's ass, and I'm like, ew, what what is what is Game of Thrones? Sometimes, seriously, I'm like, what? am i watching Brittany, but, that uh, was just bros being bros Brittany. I, I know it was it's not the first time i've heard some stupid <laughs> i've seen some stupid shit i i have friends that do stupid shit like that too teabagging people's faces but anyway you know um he he's on the hunt he kills the first four guys he sees he chops like two heads off then he he gets somebody from you know there but he's uh, pangus man Come yeah on. it happened the the penis is gone he fucked that guy up and then he meets up with beric and thoros and he, that was he really finds, interesting yeah he finds them um hanging the three guys that we saw from last episode that you know massacred the entire village and the hound's like you know i want to kill them and beric's like okay we'll let you kill two of them but not in a bloody way just you know just hang them and he kills the he kills two of them, and then Beric and Thoros they both offer the Hound uh, a place in the Brotherhood without banners. They tell him, you know, join us. I mean, I, basically your entire you know fleet or people were are massacred. You really don't have anything to do after you were trying to get revenge. So why don't you join us? And he kind of accepts it, but he's also like, okay, I'll join you, but I can also leave when I want to. And Beric and Thoros are like, hey. I'm okay with that. So he's basically joined the Brotherhood without banners. And Beric says something interesting. He says that, you know, there's a war coming. There's like winter is coming, like in yeah, his own way. So what do you what do you guys think about all this? Where do you think the Brotherhood without banners are going to do? I thought or I'm thinking they're gonna go and help Sansa or they're gonna help like with the White Walker shit. Because they've always been loyal to like the North and Ned Stark type of thing. And I feel like we're going to get a Sansa and Hound reunion as well as Brienne and Hound reunion. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that, if, like... Go ahead, Evan. I was going to say, um, if we are thinking that... Um, damn, I can't remember her name. If Arya is going to team up with the Hound, if that's what we're predicting, then we... If, if the Hound's going to team up with the Brotherhood, and um, Brienne and um, Sansa, then that means that everyone's just going to be all together in the north, besides like the Lannisters. Yeah, you know, I would want that. I, I 
one of my like fantasy i wouldn't even say theory because theorizing is like when you're putting evidence together and it's gonna happen my fantasy is for everyone to show up and and kill white walkers together like that and we, we're getting stark reunion we're getting interesting yeah we get everyone yeah, the game of thrones avengers scene yeah no look we get the most <laughs> unlikely people together fighting for like one cause and it we're getting all kinds of reunions reunions and it's like it's it's amazing and um I think that the Hound is, uh, he's, he, it's like he's back, but he's also, like, he's been humbled a little bit, I would say. And I think a reunion with, uh, with Arya would be amazing. It would just, yeah. uh, it would be awesome, especially since she took him off his list. And, uh, one thing I do want to remind you guys is that Melisandre, when she meets Arya, when she's with the Brotherhood Without Banner, she says, we will meet again. And I'm hoping they're not throwing away that line. Because that fucking happened in like season mm -hmm. three, so my I, guess is Arya is gonna get to Winterfell. Yeah, she I, mean, I, I, I agree. I think that they're. I think that all of this is like uh, leading us to a gigantic theme up of, of like everybody just being together in one area finally. And <clears throat> what was cool was like the, what I loved in that scene with the Hound and uh, the 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 brotherhood without banners was that like he was like talking shit the entire time <laughs> you're like, shit at dying <laughs> yeah you're, <laughs> yeah it's like i was like he's like we we need like uh the the guy tells him that we need fighters because you know the whole like uh, uh you know winter is coming etc there's a war coming and we need you they told they literally told him we need yeah, they you. Said, like you have a purpose or something yeah. like that. And i was and, like, like i think he does too and the guy's like, why would you need, like, and he was like, talk, they talk, They were talking about how, like, somebody's better than somebody. And then the hound's like, yeah, I'm better than you. I'm always going to be better. <laughs> He's like, I already killed you once. I'm the always one that he slayed the one-liners, like, ever since I he's know, dude. And this is why I love him. He's always had those fucking one-liners. And we know that he's a good fighter. Like, we know yeah. he's fucking amazing at fighting. So I can only hope that, like you were saying, like, they either team up with, with the Starks or they go fight you know the white walkers i honestly like i given the choice i don't really care i just yeah. want them to be there already yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and i hope this next episode on sunday we get to see that movement of like the people that are in westeros going up to the north and daenerys coming down to westeros and that would only be like just the best ever for that movement to start happening and i think that's what we're actually like gonna see whether Arya and the Hound team up or not, that's just a fantasy for me. I'm not yeah. predicting that that's going to happen. That's what I hope. That's what I want as a fan to see them together. Like, you know, the freaking big daddy and the little sister from Bioshock. I, I said that last <laughs> last episode. I want that. That sounds fucking amazing to me. Like, and then what you just said right now, like, kind of blew my mind about, like, all of them being together fighting White Walkers, you know? Like, I'm fantasizing, like, uh, Ramsey and them fighting in a war and then the White Walkers just show up out of nowhere you know and like them having to force to stop fighting or somebody some people die there because the White Walkers are there you know like I want all of that kind of like the Avengers kind of like them scenes where they're fighting together you know where it's like Arya Stark and then like you know uh, the Hound and you know Jon Snow etc that that sounds amazing to me that's what I want from Game of Thrones it's weird to say that like I want Avengers for Game of Thrones. <laughs> I want that. You know, that's Avengers cool. Medieval Edition. Like, yeah, yeah we want it. <laughs> um, speaking of the hound though, and his one liners, 
I like that little throwback to the chicken. Oh, I prefer chicken. Yes, that was like... I, I always quote that all the chickens line. That's like the best. Like, from that one episode. It's like, I'm gonna have to eat your chicken. And have all the chickens. It's just... I, I, I thought that was hilarious. I, I think that was just a cute little throwback to that episode. Yeah, complete fan service, but the good kind. You know, I so... I, all good, all... I, I guess what we want is just we hope that everyone's journey right now, the Hound and Arya, that they're gonna meet up at the same place. So let's hope it's going there. And I only say that because Arya didn't say, you know, I'm gonna go to King's Landing, or she didn't say, I still have revenge. She said, and I'm going home. And hopefully, home to her still is Winterfell. And hopefully, she makes it there and we have a good reunion and we're good. But. Moving on from Winterfell, I think we can. We don't have very much to talk about Marine, so I guess we can just get this out of the way. So, uh, Varys and Tyrion, they're walking, and we're not really sure why. We just think that they're walking, you know, because they like to do that apparently. They're just, we're checking out the town, the city, to see how it's at peace right now. And it does, because like in episode one, it was shit. So, compared to now, it looks alive, it looks fine. We find out Varys is leaving. We don't know why, but he's leaving. It's a secret mission. And um, Tyrion's a little sad. And But we get another scene, guys, of Tyrion with Grey Worm and Missandei. And Tyrion's trying to get them to talk. Now, the first time they did this, the, that type of scene in the season, I was kind of... It was funny. Then they did it a second time, and that one I did not like. I was just kind of like, oh, I'm getting tired of it. This one, I fucking loved it. I adored it. They finally, like, cracked the both of them. We got Miss Sunday giggling and laughing and Grey Worm cracking a joke. This was probably, this was really, really nice to have in an episode where joke. heads were getting chopped off. You I know, I joke. Yeah, that and was so good. And, and you know, Masande, I think she's so beautiful and she's so cute drinking the wine and already getting buzzed. Like it was, and Grey Worm's checking her out, like, oh, you're cute when you laugh. You know, like it's, we're seeing different sides of people that, you know, seem to not show that often. And it was just, it was really nice. And I think what it is is that Tyrion craves, craves, um, he craves company, he craves a companion. And Grey Worm and Masande aren't really that. So far, it was, it, if anyone, it was probably Braun for a very long time. It was probably Shay until she fucked him over. And then it was Varys, and Varys just left. So I feel like Tyrion has been underutilized a little bit this season. That's but Varys broke my heart. Yeah, you see him leaving, and a part of me was like, oh god, this better not be the last time we see Varys. But, and I was also like, why is Varys always not there when Daenerys comes back? You know, he, I feel like him and Daenerys haven't even, like, met, you know? So, it's just, it's weird. I don't know if there's, a, like, a theory with that or something, but that's... They're the same person. Oh, my God. He just yeah. throws on a wig. That's it. That's no, this Daenerys. is, this is, this is all Tyrion's, like, Tyrion's in a coma. And Game oh of Thrones God. is just, like, he's imagining all of that. Oh, God, and it's, no. It's on his, and it's on his name day, like, the day that he said that he wanted a dragon... And, like, everybody laughed at him. He just, like, ran away, hit his head, and, like, that's all he can dream about. Oh, God, the theories. The tinfoil. Yeah, I just dropped it hard. Oh, my God. Um, this is another, like, Ash and Pokemon uh, theory where, like, Ash is in a coma and he's, like, dreaming of all this shit. Oh, my God. Um, so he has that scene where we never, we're never going to find out what his, the, the, the ending of his joke was. Um, 
because we're interrupted by an attack by the slave masters. And it's under fire. Grey Worm and Tyrion are like bickering a little bit. And he's like, you got us into this mess, you know. And I feel kind of bad because I feel like Tyrion did solve something. But it, it just, it's weird. The politics are different from Westeros. But I saw what Tyrion was trying to do, you know. Tyrion's not a bad guy. He's not trying to make shit, you know, bad. He's trying to help. But he Man has a lot to drama. learn. Yeah, he has, you know, he has a lot to learn. And... When Daenerys pops up, she looks fucking awesome. Her her outfit looked great. Did you guys think that she kind of looked at them like, what the fuck did you guys do? Like, mom's out, you know, for grocery shopping for, like, three weeks, and this is what happens? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, she did, she, she, she looked, did look, like, uh, like, really weird. It's like she came and she found her kids fucking around. She's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? That's what it looked like to me. Um, did you guys feel like it was a little too abrupt? Like she just got there and then that's it? Or do you guys are you guys okay with the that? You know that dad. Yeah, of place. it felt yeah. out of place. It did feel a little weird, but I like that that they kind of wrapped it up. Like we were like, oh my god, Danny, I don't want to hear another um another uh speech while you're on the road. They she finally got. They back. needed to do that. They needed to like get her back at marine and yeah. even if it was like very like like i said the scene felt out of place it doesn't fucking matter like in its entirely it doesn't matter because they needed to have her there they needed to like okay get things moving there because i feel like they kind of dragged on like that story with marine and daenerys and i'm actually really happy that she's back and i hope that means that that she's back with her army because yeah. i mean there's no really no roads or mountains to like impede her from like getting there first. So I hope like the fact that she's there means that everybody else is there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's what I got from. I don't think she's like, okay, I'm gonna be on my dragon. Bye. You I, know, like I hope so. And then I love that that like we we know that she got there on dragon because like you see like out the door you see the dragon kind of flying away. I hope that the fact that they show him like flying away towards where the action was because that's what it seemed like like the dragon is about to fucking lay down some fire i hope that that's what it is and like this episode that's coming up i hope it's like bam bam we're fighting it's not like oh let's talk it's like the dragon's just gonna fuck shit up her army's there and they're ready to fight or you know some kind of like boarding on their ships because she does need ships yeah. or there's like that scene where like you finally see the people from the Iron Islands get there with their ships and they that's back what up. I That's what I think we're going to do. I don't know if we're going to get a battle scene of Daenerys, you know, defending uh, Marine, But I do think that by the time we get back to Marine, um, or we get, you know, we, they, they do that. Because I don't think we're going to get that next episode. I think we're going to get it in the last episode. Um, that the Iron Island is going to get there. I think uh, Yara and Theon will get there. Yeah, because and we're my, gonna have we're gonna have a negotiation, and that's gonna like cement that we're going to Westeros next season. My biggest worry is that we only have like what two episodes left. Yeah, and that there's just too much going on, and they're not gonna be able to wrap it up, <clears throat> in, like correctly, and like they're gonna leave us in the stupid ass cliffhanger, kind of like what happened with The Walking Dead, and it's just gonna piss everybody off. You, why, why don't you want to... I, I mean, it's going to be a cliffhanger anyway, but like a good one, not like, oh, yes. what's going to happen next? But like, oh shit, it's going to happen. I like exactly. those better. Than, uh, yeah. 
I like the, those type of cliffhangers. I agree. Then, like, what happened? What was that? Yeah, yeah like, that, that would be super frustrating. Like, if it was, like, The Walking Dead, like, in The Walking Dead, like, if they had just shown who the fuck got killed, yeah, it would have been a great finale. It would have been like, fuck, what's going to happen next after they're dead? Now you're, like, thinking, like, what the fuck? Why did that happen? And it's a great ending. But, like, if they yeah. just leave it, like... You know, like, let's say, like, in the Avengers 2, where all they, they all get together, and they're about to hit the enemy, and then the fucking movie ends, you'd be so fucking mad. You're just like, oh, what? Like, it's like, I don't I don't want them to give me blue balls. That's what I don't want. Yeah, no, I agree, guys. I think uh, I think they'll give us a good cliffhanger. If we're predicting th- this stuff right, I think uh, I think we'll be okay. Um, yeah. Hopefully. Otherwise, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones hasn't really, like, disappointed. Like, yeah, it's been good. We've had some fin- like yeah. their finales. Peaceful- been- yeah, yeah, we've had peaceful ones. We've had like oh shit ones, and then you know we they've been pretty good. I I, I will say that the Game of Thrones finales have been good. It's just me as a person that I'm like, okay, is it season? Is, is it is it April yet? You know, like it's, that's just me. Like right after it finishes, you know. But um, okay, so I think we covered Marine. I think uh. I think exciting stuff for Marine finally is going to happen because I, I was hyped about Tyrion getting there and Varys and all these cool people to advise Danny, but Danny wasn't there. Now Danny is there. Now we're going to get shit rolling. And, uh, and I am curious to see what the fuck Varys is going to go do. Or maybe Varys is the one that's going to go and meet with Yara and Theon. I don't know. You want to we'll know see. something that I've been, that I've been like fantasizing? I, I've been fantasizing that Varys is a is not a good guy and like the reason he's leaving is because he knows shit's gonna happen and like i i hope part of me hopes that like this is the reason why he left because he's like plotting against him and it doesn't make sense but then if we have like a really deep explanation for it it would make sense because Varys has always been kind of like you know mysterious and shit we don't really really know much about him so that's that's just what my brain thinks of sometimes. Oh, that, oh, okay, okay, that's interesting. I don't think so. I think Varys is just sneaky, but I do always think he has to keep working and doing so. Kind of like Littlefinger, how he yeah. always disappears and shit. But Littlefinger, you know, this guy is like some yeah, weird he, shit. He's a shifty Ladies. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, but- realistically, I know like Varys is like a good guy, you know. But like I said, this is like me fantasizing. Like, ooh, I hope he's like an evil dude and he like yeah. fucks them over. I think he's just always been a Targaryen sympathizer, even yeah. when he was still in King's Landing, and so that's what all of his, like, backdoor proceedings had to do with, with yeah. like, oh, I, that's why he's he was still keeping tabs on what's happening to Daenerys and her brother, because ultimately that's who he wants to rule, and honestly, <laughs> fucking Daenerys over Robert Baratheon... There's like no contest there. Robert Baratheon was a drunk. He was he didn't really fucking rule his land. His fucking small council did. Yeah. No, I I agree, and maybe that's what Varys is doing too because he did. The only thing we got from what he's doing is when he tells um he tells Tyrion, you know, we need allies in Westeros, so he's probably gonna go and get some, and I'm okay with that because you know Daenerys has always said you know they will rise for me, and it's like. Well, maybe, but you got to make deals. You you know, politics are different than, like, faith, you know? 
But I wonder so, where he's going. He can't go to King's Landing because obviously the yeah. Lannisters and then the whole shit with the Maybe face. he's he's gonna bargain <laughs> with uh, John and Sansa or something, you know. And I'm pretty sure John and Sansa will definitely um uh support the Targaryens more than likely. Or I don't know, or then or, or, or Dorne. He, he could is. be going to Dorne. He could be going to Dorne as well. But that would be shit out of luck too, because the fucking sand snakes are in charge over there right now. Yeah, but you know they want, but they have a common goal. <laughs> they want to get rid of the Lannisters to of ruling. So, so I wouldn't be surprised. Like and if all of the other fucking houses just rose up against like the Lannisters and whatever few loyal houses they had on their side, that'd be sad though because then it'd be Brienne against Jaime and like they'd have to, Jaime would have to die. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, like. Let, let, let's transition to King's Landing, actually, because a little, a little bit of action happened there because we got heads being cut off, we got people being stabbed, faces getting chopped off, but here we got a head being ripped off, or a face, I don't know, but um, Cersei is being ordered by the High Sparrow um, to, uh, I'm pretty sure to go out or do something, I don't know, she's like, no, I want to stay here, you know, and... Uh, Lancel's being a little shit and being like, no, the High Sparrow says so, blah, 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 you know, we're gonna make you, and the Mountain's like, bitch, move bitch, get out the way, you know, and uh, they he just fucking obliterates that one Sparrow, and they retreat, but Cersei still goes to the throne room, and Tommen announces that there is, will be no longer, oh wow, that was really bad wording, there will no longer be trial by combat. Feels bad, man. I, that, I feel like they're just trying to plot for Cersei. Like they're not even trying to give her a fair trial at that point. Exactly. Like, like well, well, she's gonna win this trial by combat. But it. Okay. Well, yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Seeing as this guy just ripped someone's fucking head off with his hands, so she's obviously going to win. So they needed to find a way to make sure that she didn't just walk off so easily. You know. They're gonna be the judges. It's like, oh, that's that's totally fucking unfair. Yeah, you know, well, it, it's it's funny because when Tommen is explaining the reason why um, that they uh, d they're getting rid of that is actually uh, correct to an extent um, because trial by combat is just to get out of shit easily, which is why Tyrion chooses that in season four. You know, he's like trial by combat because he knew. He wasn't going to get a fair trial from the people that accused him. So he does trial by combat. Cersei's doing that as well, but Cersei is guilty. So it's her easy way out. Now they're taking away that. So yeah. it makes sense. And either way, their, their trials and shit is all wrong. Whether it's trial by combat, a fair trial, or by the seven. Um, it's going to get bad. Um, so we have that. Was that a twist that you guys saw coming? Or were you kind of like, okay, well, that's... No, I didn't see that coming. But, that. like, the fact that, you know, the the Faith Militant has such a stronghold and the High Sparrow has such a stronghold over Tom, and I, I was, you know, like, that is what really caught me off guard. Like, she couldn't even approach her son, and he didn't even say, you know, oh, wait, you know, let my mom pass. He was just like, nope. He was yeah, busy talking to that other dude, and then they made her go stand off to the side, and he saw her, and he didn't even, like, you know, like, come here. 
beckon for her. He's just like, you know, she's I, finally in her place. I didn't, really is I didn't, what it is. I did not see that coming. I, I felt like they've been like kind of trying to control Cersei and like trying to get Tommen away from Cersei. And like, it's pretty obvious like that she was going to do tropical combat because they gave her like a huge fucking guy to be her champion. So like when they said that, I was like, damn, Cersei, you're getting fucked. What are you going to do now? How, how do you guys feel about that, though? Because now I feel like Cersei is not the same Cersei we've seen in season one. Do you guys feel a little bad for her? No, nah, I don't give a shit about her. No, still. No? I just want her to die. I, don't I feel I actually feel a little sad, like not like I want her to be saved, but like, damn, like the only good son you had because well, Marcella was good, too, as well. But that she just she absolutely has nothing. And the thing is she's she hasn't been as crazy as she was in season one. We've just seen her broken since episode one, like with a, a Cersei that's not scary, that's not fierce. That's what we've seen. And to see her she looks so sad. Like I don't know, I, I felt it and I'm like, damn, how does Game of Thrones do this shit to me? But um I think it's just amazing. And then and then Kai uh uh, what the hell's that guy's name? Kyburn or Kyburn? Kyburn. Kyburn. Yeah, he uh, he whispers something, and he says, you know, about that rumor we talked about. I got some info on that, and it's some good info. You guys have any predictions on what that is? Uh, about it's probably about the High Sparrow. It's probably some shit about that guy. I feel or... like that guy's shifty as fuck, and like I was like, that's what I thought. I don't actually like <laughs> have any other insight. I was like, what the fuck? When that happened, I was like, yeah, it's not the thing we know yeah. About? yeah, like I thought when he said that, I thought it was like, oh, he has shit on someone because that's what you usually think when it's rumors, it's shit on someone. But I was reading online, and it made sense that um, the wildfire. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well, because oh. uh, when when Bran has his visions, there's a flash of the of of that guy, the sorceress guy that had all the all that gas or magic or whatever um, from the Blackwater Bay or Blackwater Bay, the Blackwater um, battle that they had and they had all that fire, the wildfire. I was like, I'm pretty sure they didn't use it all or they have like a secret place where some of it's stashed. So, um. And I feel like a lot of people have alluded to it. The Cersei keeps saying, you know, I'll burn this city down. I'm going to burn everything to ashes. And then even Jamie in this episode says something about mothers burning cities to the ashes. And I'm like, you know what? Cersei's going to go all uh, King Ares. He's, she's going to burn the city. And I think uh, it's going to fuck up King's Landing, um, in my opinion. So uh, I know I'm saying right now we get sad Cersei. We're going to get scary Cersei. But I don't think she's changed at all. She's the same person. She's oh, just, yeah. She can't be smug about anything because, you know, she's not the queen. She's the queen mother at this point. So she's just finally been beaten at her own game. She's not really defeated. I think the only time when she was defeated was when she was being held by the High Sparrow. But she's still the same bitch. Nothing oh, has yeah. changed with her. Oh, yeah. I wasn't saying that she's changed. She's. I would feel like if anyone's changed, it's been Jamie, and we'll get into that. But Cersei's still the same person, but we're not seeing, like, that side of her. We're seeing a side of Cersei without power, without stuff. And, it makes, and, and you would think, yeah, and you would think she'd be humbled a little bit by it. Yeah. But 
but we brought and, it, and it's interesting because she has no power to the point where she's trying to get even Olena on her side she's trying to form alliances with people she's fucked over because she's that desperate I wish that like yeah, I, I agree with you Brittany I think that like it's not the same Cersei it's still the same Cersei in, but not like, the side of her we've seen. Yeah, because again, she's ran out of resources. She doesn't mm -hmm. have like, you know, enough resources to like be the old bitch who just gets shit done. Um, I wish that they would have wrote her like to be smarter. Like, yeah, she ran out of resources, but uh, resources. <laughs> but uh, uh, Cersei should be like they should have made her like seem smarter. Like she's just walking out smarting everybody, and like be more cunning i think i would have had more fun with her character she was more cunning and even though she doesn't have any resources she has like her brain and she's like doing this shit in the background and uh, i think that like part of that whole like how her new master whispers is doing like like that rumor for her i think that's part of it but it just seems kind of like just give up cersei like that's what I feel when I see her. Like, well, the, the thing is, as up. long as as long as Tommen's alive, she will not. That's that's the thing. But I feel like I think we've all theorized that Tommen will die this season. I think he is a goner, and I yeah. feel a little bad because this guy. I like Tommen. No, like not that I like him, but he's genuinely good. He's a good guy. If only he had the right people around him to mentor him. Um, and Cersei didn't fuck shit up just because of her stupid prophecy. Um, or get jealous because of Marjorie, uh, we could have had an actual peaceful King's Landing. But that would have been a boring season, right? Of course it would have. So, um... No, because we still have all that shit in the north. Yeah, but it would have been, like, no King's Landing drama, and we needed something. Or we needed something for Cersei, because it isn't in Cersei's character to leave shit alone. Especially if it involves, uh, herself, but mostly her children. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see Cersei go through shit, and I, uh, I, I wonder what they're gonna do. And if the wildfire thing is true, damn, it's gonna get real. King's Landing's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be sad to see Daenerys try and come and take over Westeros, only to see it like being burned to ashes, like mirrored to like what her father wanted to do. It's really cool. It's a really cool parallel, I think. Um, but to that. The last thing we have to talk about is uh, River Run, which I didn't fuck up saying today. Thank God. Thank the, the old gods in the new that I learned to say River Run correctly. So uh, Brienne gets to River Run and uh, she talks to Jamie and they, they try to come up with a compromise about what's going on. And uh, she says, you know, let me go talk to Blackfish. Let me see if I can convince him. You know, to fight for Sansa. And if he does, you take the castle. We're good. And and Jamie's like, alright, cool. Uh, she goes to talk to him. Blackfish is like, nah. I don't want to. Then he dies. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Wait, not that he dies. Wow. I'm skipping ahead. Um, I think Jamie, uh, he talks to Edmure while this is going on as well. Because I guess it, it, Jamie had like a plan B. So, um, he talks to Edmure, and he's like, you know, I'm going to kill your son that you've never seen unless you surrender the castle to me. So he lets Edmure go, go in there, get the castle, and tell him to surrender, and Jamie takes over the castle while Blackfish, you know, just dies off screen. And Brienne and Pod get away. So that's the gist of what happened. 
Now, my favorite part of this entire thing, which I'm pretty sure was both both of you uh, agree with me, was the Brienne and Jamie reunion, right? Uh, and then right after that yes. would probably be the Pod and, and Bronn as well. But um, first, definitely Brienne and um, Jamie. How did you guys feel about the reunion? I loved it. I liked it. There was like little tension, right, Evelyn? <laughs> There was like a little, little tension. I could feel it. I'm like, like sexual it, tension. Yeah, no, no, like, <clears throat> a, like an awkwardness between them. And then like Braun like totally touched on it. You think they're gonna fuck? I was thinking that. I was thinking that the entire time. I'm like, you, you guys should fuck. And then Braun they said should. it. And I'm like, I'm fucking done with Game of Thrones. <laughs> it knows me. I think it's like, just, it's, it's in my brain. I fucking love that scene with Braun. Oh, that scene with Braun and, and uh. This, I forget his name all the time because he's hot. Hot, yeah, because I fucking don't care about him. I hope he dies. Aww. <laughs> like, Aren't you so cute? Have you fucked her? Aren't you the guy of the magic dick? Dude, <laughs> so... That entire scene was so good. But he's yeah, so I like I like Bron. I hope he doesn't die. No, I agree too. I um, I think uh, this is where this is where Priscilla should be here, so I can knock some sense into her about liking Jamie. Um, so we all agree that the Jamie and Brienne scenes were fantastic. I think the reunion was more effective in their expressions than words. I feel like the how Bronn said it, you know, like the way she looks at him, the way he looks at her in return, you know, it's, it's something. And I say that because I feel like Jamie is at his best when he cares about people. And he doesn't care about very many people. But the ones he does care about, he's very loyal to. Um, and that's why some people are really upset with Jamie's progression. Um, from last season and this season, they aren't happy with him. They think he's reverting back to his old ways. And I'm like, you guys are not watching the same show I am. Because season one, Jamie would have not tried to find a way to compromise with Blackfish. Whether Brienne was there or not, he would have not found a way he would have just killed everybody and got the fucking thing and go back to Cersei Jamie had a lot of things said in this episode mostly when he was talking to Edmure and don't get me wrong guys when I was watching this that scene I was like this is like season one Jamie what the fuck are you doing like he's gonna threaten to kill I was his, I was son and I you know, paused it I paused it in this specific part of Game of Thrones and I just like stared at Jamie and I was like, damn, dude, like, holy shit. Like, if I've been wanting to see Jamie, like, I feel like he's been frustrated, you know, as, as a character. And the fact that he said all that shit to Edmir, I was like, damn, Jamie, you just dropped the mic hard. But it kind of proves like what Priscilla was saying that, you know, we know that Jamie, like, is not a good guy. And, now I really feel that way about him. And I'm I like, don't. I do because I want to believe in him. But then he like says the shit. Okay. He gave his chance to Brienne and that was great. I was like, damn, Jamie. But then he went and he did this. And it like, it's what you said, Brittany. And it proves what you say too. Like when he like Cersei just fucks him up. And it's this kind of like wishy-washy kind of Jamie writing that I'm like, ugh, upset about it. I'm like, I just want him to be a good guy already. Yeah. 
No, I agree. I, I I get what you I get everything because when I saw it too and at face value, it seemed like this is season one Jamie, like what the fuck? But if we really look at his progression of like last year, um pre fourth season Jamie, the only person he ever cared about was Cersei and Tyrion. When he saved Tyrion He's, he made a point to say that Tyrion's dead to him now because he killed his father. So that leaves Cersei being the only person he cares about. Skip to season four. He has a, a really touching moment with Marcella. A really, really good one. Where he acknowledges that, hey, you're my daughter. Because he's never acknowledged his children. Ever. Never done it. Then she dies in his arms. Skip to season five, you know, episode one, he comes back to Cersei and he starts saying, you know, our daughter. He also talks about Tommen, you know, they have our son. Jamie's starting to care about people other than Cersei. That is character progression. I feel like Jamie, when he made that threat about killing his son, I think they were empty words. Because I think to Jamie, actions speak louder than words. I think when, um, He's saying when he's doing a threat, he's trying to scare this guy. He's trying to scare him into doing something that I don't think uh, Jamie was really going to do to him, in my opinion. That's how I analyze the situation, because there's no way that uh, Jamie is definitely just a bad guy. I hope so. I hope you're right. I, in my, in, in my, and this is just because of what I've seen, you know, I he has done some bad shit, you know, but... Um, He's progressed a lot. And I think we see it also when uh, when Brienne escapes and they just he just kind of sadly waves at her. You know, and that's that's something he's he cares about someone outside of his family, which is Brienne. And also look at look at his relationship with Bronn as well. He told him last episode, you know, you can be my right hand, the hand that I lost. That's fucking sentimental for Jamie Lannister. If it's not Cersei, like there, there's a lot of hints of Jamie that he is at his core a good guy. But if Cersei is in the mix, he gets corrupted by that. So my prediction for him is he's going to get back to King's Landing, but Cersei's going to fuck everything up and he's going to have to kill her. I hope she dies, because if she dies, then he can finally be free. And uh -huh. if he's finally free, he can end up with Brienne. <laughs> yeah, cause I I like them too. If they, if they ever got to get, <laughs> hey, I want Tormund and Brienne as well. Like yeah. I, I like I like all the of fuck that. Fuck out of here, Evelyn, with that shit. Cause You're you making know, some enemies on this podcast. She she thinks he's creepy. I don't think he's gonna win her over with his fucking just creepy <laughs> smiles and staring at her. Hey, 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 my wife thought I was creepy. Three years happily married. What's up? <laughs> Oh my god. Um, well, I mean, we'll see. You know, I want more Brienne and Tormund too. I think it's like some of the funniest shit we've ever seen, but it's also very genuine, you know. But Jamie and, and Brienne, they have a past. And the only way we saw Jamie have um, character development was with, when he was with Brienne. And I think Brienne represents something or someone he wants to be. He wants to, he wants. Uh, people to honor his word because when he says I give you my word people are like yeah from a Kingslayer like he lives with that all the time or like how Edmure was like how do you sleep at night 
you know i think jamie is he's very self-aware and that's his progression as a character he used to not give a shit about stuff now he does now he cares about tommen you know he cares about brianne he cares about braun it's happening and when you care about people that's how you grow that's how you start to your loyalty is tested um and my 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 theory or not theory but my prediction was i wanted Brianne to tell him what's going on with Sansa and for him to bring to to join but that didn't happen so I got sad about that but um I do like that she was like take Oathbreaker back or oh not Oath not Oathbreaker Oathkeeper take it back um because I already fulfilled my oath and he's like it's yours it will always be yours and I was like oh, <laughs> so beautiful um uh and I, then I think, this, I think and you're it, onto something though Brittany about <clears throat> how like he might go back and just kill Cersei, you know? Like, right now that you said, like, you said something like that, I was, like, thinking, what if, like, you're right, Cersei fucks King's Landing up, Tommen dies because of her. Yeah, that's what I think. And then he comes back, he sees what the fuck is going on, and he snaps. He's, like, like, he reminds, yeah, like, he's fucking done with her. He's fucking done with all this shit. Because he sees that he has people that cares about him that actually believe in him. And he fucking just kills Cersei. Like, the love of her life kills her. Like, that'd be a fucking great way for him to be just like, I'm fucking done with all this shit. I'm done. I really I'm out. wish that would happen. but I hope he, that happens. He has that thing with Cersei to where, like, she's, like, the only, like, love of his life. I don't think he would do that. I think if he killed her, he would kill himself. That's what I was thinking too, that maybe he wanted to die with her, but I hope that he does kill her and then tries to like redeem himself or something. You know, I'd rather have that. I don't want a poetic oh, yeah. death. You know, I don't want a poetic death, but I totally see what you see. It could happen either way. I, I totally agree with all of that. Um, like, I don't think it would be like, uh, we're going to die together. I think it would be like he would kill her and then kill himself and then be so ridden by you know, grief and guilt that he would kill himself. I hope that they don't Romeo and Juliet him. Uh, I, I know. don't uh, want that to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. I think... I feel like Cersei's journey as a character was going to be driven into madness. And uh, that her prophecy would be fulfilled. Um, and I know some people didn't like the prophecy and some do. But either way, I like that her downfall is not the prophecy, it's herself. And that's the thing about knowing your future is that if you don't like it, you try to fix it, but it ends up happening because you know. So, um, yeah. and she got, but the thing with her is that she got so paranoid that she fucked shit up. Um, and the one thing I hope, I hope if Jamie goes there and sees what happens, that he realizes that to him, Cersei is his world, but to Cersei, her children are her world. And uh, I, I hope, I want jamie to realize that that he is not first on her list um i think he would have to realize that because when he was captured by catelyn she was banging lancel yeah but he doesn't know that i i have i think he doesn't know that right now i don't think it's been addressed at all No, but he knows that she was like it's you've been gone too long you've been gone too long like whenever you know he came back and he was like i'm so glad to see you that that's the only thing that kept me going was you. And she's like, no, no, it's been too long. And he's like, I was fucking captured, bitch. The fuck you want? Yeah. 
you know, and that's just her being a dick, really, but I just yeah. hope he ends up with Brienne. That's the end game <laughs> for me. Alright, I, I do, I agree with you. I think, uh, Cersei has already hinted that he is not her world, it's the children. Um, and I just hope Jamie gets to realize that, you know, that it, he's not her world and that once her kid dies, once all her children are dead, she's not gonna be somebody you wanna be around. She's gonna definitely descend into madness and he needs to kill her so i did have another thing to say but i it totally left my mind it had to do with um both of them but i totally totally went away but uh i guess it wasn't that important <laughs> um all right then i guess we uh we covered all of the all of the good stuff um Oh, oh, I was going to say that maybe, because remember how Jamie was telling her, you know, you need me here. Your child is coming up and she tells him, you know, go and do this, go and that. What if she purposely just made him go so he wouldn't be there for the trial and find out why she was being put on trial? Maybe. I don't know. That's what I thought, because it, we're getting the assumption that he doesn't know why she's on trial. I feel like she would have told him something randomly. But like, one oh, thing, though, so like, since he is no longer part of the Kingsguard, is he Lord of Casterly Rock, or is his yeah. uncle Kevin? No, he's Lord of... Ca I think he's still Lord of Casterly Rock, which is why, too, I was like, why is you? Why are you going to return to King's Landing? I thought he was forbidden to return, right? Wasn't that what Tommen said? As a Kingsguard? So, yeah. Oh, okay, I thought he was like, you're not allowed in the city. I thought he was, like, banned or something. Okay, so... Because he's like, what good are you going to do with one? Oh, no. Oh, I, th I thought he was banned from the city. That's what yeah. he to... That's what I thought it was, too. Yeah. But they sent him to go do River... I don't know. I, he's probably going to come back anyway when everybody's dead, so it doesn't even matter. Like, that's invalid. Like, it doesn't matter. But, um, but yeah, <clears throat> that's that... I don't know if they're going to address it this season, and I hope they do. And I've, I've just been thinking about it throughout the episode. Because whenever the, the masters come in... I'm taking us back to Marine, I'm sorry. Uh, whenever the Masters come to Marine, the first thing I thought was I didn't really see the sails, and I was like, oh shit, Yara's there. Do you guys think they're gonna address that this season? Like, is anyone, like, is is Yara or her uncle going to get to Marine by the end of the season? Yeah, or I think. Was, that's what I, I, see, I was, yeah, I was, I was gonna happen, maybe. Yeah, because, I, I think. Mean, uh... Or between, um, well, they're. They're calling it, what is it, Battle of the Bastards or something, is the next week's episode. Yeah. Uh, my sister's calling it Battle of the Bays because <laughs> because Ramsey's in it and she's a huge Jon Snow fan. She calls it Bay Bowl 2016. It, it, it should be called Snow Bowl. It, there's a lot of bowls going on, but yeah, Bastard Bowl, Snow Bowl. Yeah, um, I think uh, to my knowledge i think the entire episode is going to be dedicated to that battle not so much it's going to be a 50 minute battle but that we're going to get a lot of setup and maybe a speech or something and then we're going to get the battle just like how we had um maybe hard home last year um maybe the watchers on the wall type of episode that we had in season four <laughs> that entire battle that took place at the wall I think that's yeah. what we're getting, and I'm okay with that. Like, if that's why we didn't have any North this episode, I'm totally okay with that. I it's gonna be a 60-minute episode, and oh, then the final scary. episode 
is going to be, I believe, 69. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to get some good shit, but... 69. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think that, uh, uh, I think episode 10, since we're going to have uh, an entire episode of the battle for, for episode 9, episode 10, I do think we're going to get some Iron Islands. I don't... Like I said, I think Varys... Varys said he's... We need people in Westeros, so he's probably going to Westeros. So then that means Theon and Yara are probably going to get to Marine and make an alliance or something. Or I don't know about Euron too, because Euron wants to do it too. I don't know who's going to get there first. I don't know, but I think for sure episode ten, we need to solidify that Danny is finally yeah. maybe getting to the point where it's like I can't save Marine. I'm going to get the fuck out, which I'm okay with. I'm not going to get upset of that because I want her to get the fuck out too. So. You know I think what the last two episodes have just been like set up for these two episodes that are coming, and I think you guys are all right. Like, I think everything's gonna be like wrapped up in in a sense of like, you know, like you're saying. Do you think like the people from the Iron Islands are gonna show up? Yeah, I think that that's what's gonna happen with them. And like, I I I agree. I think what Brittany was saying like about the North like being like being like all of them going to the North. I think that's all gonna happen. Too. like they're all going to the north i think like these last two episodes that we have is just going to be like the next episode is probably going to be like a little bit of politics and then shit's going to go down and then the last episode that's going to be 69 minutes it's just going to be utter obliteration and then the end is probably just going to be something like you see either daenerys like flying overhead with a fucking dragon over on like, a ship and all yeah, the ships or, behind her or something yeah or, or like the fucking city king's landing is just burnt to shit and she's just flying over her with a dragon. She's like, well, what the fuck did I come over here for? <laughs> yeah. But I, I have a lot of predictions of like how episode 10 is going to end. But I guess I'll keep it for like next week's episode that we talk yeah, about definitely. episode 9. Because we're going to have we find we always talk about the north for like like almost the entire podcast. And we're going to actually have the episode dedicated to it. You know so what we should do? We got some good times. We should what? do a predictions episode next week. And like I'll have like. I don't know, one or two predictions or three predictions. And then when the next episode comes after that, the last episode, we should be like, oh, this person was like, you know, two out of three. I get all, so then I win, basically. I'm just kidding. What do we win? What's the Same. prize? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, we'll come up with something, but... Bragging rights? I mean, it's... Perhaps. Bragging rights is yeah, always I, good. I do like to brag. I'm not going to lie. Um, like, if Brittany wins, she's going to be like, yeah, I knew it. I'm fucking the best. You guys suck. <laughs> See? You know what I mean? It, it feels good. It does. But all right, guys, we have two more things to finish up with. It's uh, we got to pick our MVPs, you know, which character impressed you the most and why this episode. And I'm feeling generous. So I'm going to let you two go first and I'll start with ladies first. So, Evelyn, who is your MVP? My MVP was Jamie. Oh, shit. <laughs> because he, you know, he let Brienne escape and, you know. Obviously, she's there for the opposing side. She's there to speak to the Blackfish to try and get him to go help Sansa. And he's supposed to, you know, get rid of the Blackfish and the Tully Force. And he lets her go. And he lets her leave at the end. And, you know, he let her keep Oathkeeper. Like, I, I feel that maybe that was, like, their kind of like their little relationship they have going she's trying to like break up with him like here's your stuff back and he's like no keep it it's yours forever because there's still hope for them you know to get together at some point 
So, Jamie was my MVP. Damn, alright, I like it. Izzy, what about you? My MVP is Tormund, because I'm <gasps> Aww. Uh, no, my real MVP is Braun. Braun, uh, the fact that, that there was that scene where, like, with, uh, with Jamie, you know, like, uh, not with Jamie, with, um, with Pod. Pod. I really like that scene. That's probably my favorite scene. We had some so, funny scenes. We had the Missande yes. and Tyrion, and then the Bronn and Podrick was really... Like, I think it didn't really hit me until I was watching them that these guys haven't been together since, like, season three. It was or so season good. Two. And it felt so natural, too. Like, it felt like it wasn't really acting. It felt like more like... They Friends really getting had, back yeah, together. Because yeah. they really haven't been into, in scenes together. So maybe, I, even as actors, they haven't really been in, in like, a scene together. And it was just like really happy and I really enjoyed that. And that was my favorite part of the entire show. The, that scene with them just like joking around and like saying, you think <laughs> you they're fucking, you guys are fucking, do you think they're fucking, have you fucked her? Like, it's just, it was so funny. I, I really enjoyed that scene. Uh, but yeah, honorable mention Tormund because I missed him this, this Aww. episode. Oh, all right. Tormund all is right. bae. All right. All right. So you guys uh, uh, picked people that i didn't even have on my list i had two people but i guess i'll go with the one that wasn't chosen um first i uh, i picked tommen actually i think uh or if not tommen the person behind the words he said which was he abolished the child by combat yeah so that that literally changed the entire motion of cersei's uh plan and and what's happening in king's landing um, I, I don't think it's gonna stick for at least like an episode because I do think shit's gonna go down But I think that was the twist we didn't see coming and I both of you agreed with me that you didn't even think That's what he was gonna say. Honestly when he went to the throne room and he had an announcement I thought they were gonna say Marjorie was pregnant. I thought that was that was like the big news, but it was this so I was like, okay All right. Well played. So All right guys with that we um, We have the dragon coins uh, let's see how you guys rated this episode. Uh, I actually was uh, talking to Priscilla earlier who couldn't be here. And, uh, I don't know if she's going to stick with it, but she said she was going to give this episode a 2 out of 10. Um, she absolutely did not like this episode. And I was like, damn it, Priscilla! Should have been here so I could convince you otherwise. You know um, why? Because of too much Jamie. I think she, that's why. She said she didn't care for a lot of the things that happened. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like... I, I was like, I don't know how you could. I was like, how can you give this a two out of ten when we had that shit episode of of Sam and Gilly for like forty for like what thirty <laughs> minutes? Like how I that episode so hard? Yeah, like, I just I was like, there's no way is a two. I think a lot of people were just mad because all their theories, like Clegane Bull, um, Arya's uh, stuff, you know, it was all the hype was slayed. And I'm like, this is why you don't read too many theories or really believe them. There's nothing wrong with predictions, but don't set yourself up for failure, you know? Be, have fun, but don't be dedicated, you know? Don't... Yeah, I think if you, like, I, I, I'm always theorizing in my head. Yeah. But I always have it, I always have a conscience of, like, this is me fantasizing. And the reality of things is a way different, you know? Like, yeah. some of the stuff that I think about actually comes to fruition. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool, you know? And, but <laughs> that actually disappoints me because then I'm like, fuck. Aww, I had a better <laughs> idea. But it's like, you know, I watch the show to see what the writers are going to do 
for me? What are they? How are they gonna surprise me? How are they gonna disappoint me? How are they gonna make me happy? How are they gonna make me sad? You know, I want that because I don't want to write for the show. I don't want to predict every single thing, but I do want them to give me enough stuff to where I can be like, well, maybe this will happen, but not that this is for sure going to happen. I wanna maybe this could happen. Or maybe yeah. what's been happening the entire time is literally what happened. There's a lot of theories uh, from the people online that they were like, Arya's not really Arya, it's a faceless man. It's a but then it turns out it really was Arya. And I'm like, okay, just, you know, that's fine. So, Priscilla gives it a 2 out of 10, Dragon Coins. I give it an 8 out of 10. And uh, because I thought there's a lot of good stuff. And I do like Jamie. Uh, he's not my favorite character, but he is somebody I like to analyze quite a bit because he is definitely a great character. He is not black and white, which was weird. And I think this episode has to do a lot with identity. Um, the Hound was like, I don't know who I am. Jamie's like, well, I don't know. I used to slaughter people, but now I'm trying to do a peaceful treaty, which is not who Jamie was back in season one. He's different. Um, Arya embraced her identity, you know, and Cersei was like, I have no identity because I belong with the maids at the side of the throne room. You know, like, it's it's pretty cool. So, Izzy, how many coins do you give this episode? I give it a 5 out of 10. And I know that's going to sound crazy. Like, I, gave, I spoke so well about it, but I gave it a low score. I give it a low score for a reason. Like, I'm 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 of the peop people that, that's upset with the logic behind, like, Arya's mm -hmm. like uh, fight like scene. I feel like all that scene was just weird. All of it. Yeah. The fact that she was like, like I went back and I watched the other episode where she gets stabbed, and I'm like, this is bullshit. Like you know, like I don't like that. Um, uh, there's a lot of scenes that I liked, uh, like the Bron and the Jamie and um, the Varys one. But other than that, like I don't give a shit about Cersei. I don't really care what's happening in King's Landing. You know, mm -hmm. some of it was just like, like, mm, I didn't really care about. As a, as a show, as a the episode in its entirety, that's I give it a five out of ten. Like, there's selective scenes that make the show for me, and you know that's why it's a five. Yeah, was, no, I, I agree. I agree. It was like a half episode for me. Yeah. And um, but but I don't think it's a two. <laughs> I don't think it's a two. There's there's some redeemable shit in this show. In this episode, I mean. But, well, um, like, what I do is I, I map out, like, what are the houses or the, the storylines they showed this episode, and, you know, they'll, they'll show, like, five, and if three out of the five are good, then I'm gonna give it, like, a seven, eight, nine, or ten, you know, like, that type of thing. If they give, if I only, like, two things out of there, then I'm gonna give it, like, a five or a six, and I... I genuinely liked almost everything in this episode. I was interested. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I gave that. But uh... Uh, show notes are actually a little bit, I guess, a little bit weirder. Mm -hmm. I like uh, I write down like scenes that I really enjoyed, and then I base my score on that. And like uh, there was really only five scenes I enjoyed in this the entire episode. Oh, okay, I see. So like the the more scenes that I enjoy, or the more that I'm like, oh, that was hype, or that was fucking awesome. That's how I end up rating. I don't pros really... and cons. Yeah, I feel you. yeah, yeah. Like kind of like that. Like I don't really rate it whether I get to see storylines. I I rate it to where if the storylines are compelling enough for me to think that they're good, and if they are, like I don't really care what it is. Like with the whole an example, like the whole like with Sam, you know, and in that one episode with Sam, yeah. where it was just too much of Sam. Yeah. I was like, I'm fucking done with this. Yeah, see, That's I didn't give negative. that. 
I even think I, I gave that a six out of like ten. I think like I now I'm gonna revert yeah. it. I yeah, wanted to give it like a five or maybe a four. Like, yeah, cause that that, ep that episode was a bad episode. I I also based it on like uh repetitive like if I'm gonna rewatch the the, yeah. the series, would I rewatch that episode or would I skip it? See, you know, with, definitely last on myself. episode was not an episode that I would rewatch. I I rewatched it just for this like show, for for the for the podcast. But it's not an episode that I'm like, oh man, that was an episode I have to watch again. No, it's yeah, nah, it's not hold the door. Oh no, no, Evelyn, just go before we start crying. What about you? How many coins? Uh, I'd give it a seven out of ten. I mean, it wasn't a bad episode, but it wasn't all that great either. Amazing. Well, yeah. we had like the first five episodes of this season were like fucking amazing like we had a we had like a like i don't know some kind of thing going on and then they slowed down for the last three including this one and i think we're gonna get hyped up again um for the last two because if you do go online and you look at the writers um we had the same writer for the past two episodes or the past three episodes and i'm kind of like i don't want this guy anymore uh to write but the last two episodes are written by David and Dan, who wrote the first four, five episodes of this season. I don't so. like episode one, though. You didn't like it episode one? It was, um... Oh, well, like, but you like two, three, four, yeah, like... Two was those were all, awesome. Yeah, those were all written by... Yeah, so... I think we're, I think we're gonna end on a high note. And, uh, I'm really excited, so... We could keep going forever, so I guess I'll just, uh... I'll end it here, I, guys. I'm going to predict that next week's is going to be... Or this week's, rather, is going to be a 10 out of 10. I agree. Next week's... Oh, whoa, this week. Like, <laughs> fuck, I did the same mistake you did. Uh, the is definitely Ramsey's death. I think we're going to get a... I, I, I will put some money oh. on it. I, don't, I, think I hope they go back to being, like, actual Game of Thrones instead of fan service Game of Thrones. Because you're like, yes... This guy's gonna finally die, and it's like, nope, your favorite character is dead, and not this asshole. So if if they follow that format, then Jon Snow's gonna die, and Ramsay's gonna win. Jon Snow won't die this season. I'll yeah, not a, not again. Um, That's he has no came way. back. I know, but I mean, I could hope. I'd rather he die than Ramsay. Ugh, no, Ramsay's gotta die. He's already uh, he's already. Too cocky. They didn't use him this season, though. They, they did. did other well, than they're gonna use him tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, wow. They're gonna <laughs> use him this week's episode. It's a whole episode dedicated to the nor to the Battle of the Bastards. Like we're gonna get some more Ramsey in this episode. It's a though. Like they they should have used him more this season. No way. I think we used him enough. <laughs> we had him already for uh, a quite a bit of seasons, and then this season we got some. Um, we got him you know killing his father and killing osha getting rick on like it's gonna go down and uh it's i i, I predict it's gonna be really good because the same thing with joffrey in joffrey's last moments he was at his most despicable and they got him i feel like no, it's gonna be the same I, thing no, with Ramsey. I, I i hope it's not that for ramsey i hope again we talked about this last time when <laughs> ramsey dies he has to go down laughing he has to go down like the joker I don't want him to treat him like 
the fucking classic anime evil character who's like, ah ha ha, I'm super evil, and then when he's about to die, he's like, oh, oh no, don't kill no, me, oh, oh, no. oh no, not like that. I meant oh, that okay. he just, okay. no, that he that he's gonna go in the same pattern. How in his last like, well, before his last moments, leading up to that. He was just being a little bitch to Tyrion and putting the play with the dwarves and everybody's just hating him more than we've ever hated him before. Okay, you know, oh, go, pick up, you. go pick up my, you know, and we're going to see Ramsay, you know, maybe beating up John or doing something. And we're going to be like, oh, my God. And he's just going to go down. I hope he tortures people or something along those lines, because then that would make people really hate him. Because, yeah. I mean, he's he's actually a skilled warrior like you, you yeah, saw. I- yeah. The first time, like, they tried to take back Winterfell. It wasn't, you know, oh, the stars. So, he, like, beats Jon Snow, alright? They're fighting. He beats Jon Snow. Ramsay's about to kill Sansa. And then you just hear, little bird. And he fucking gets slayed by the hound. That would be okay. Like, oh. I could epic. I would be a shit star. We don't know. I do think somebody's gonna come to the rescue. Maybe not at the right little time, finger. but I could be Littlefinger. Could be the Hound, and I, I don't know who. I we are uh, assuming it's Littlefinger, but I don't know. I want. I do want to see Ramsay go down, but like in a good way to serve him right because he's been an asshole ever since we've met him, and he's, he's been, been enjoyable like to watch. A good, a, a good, good asshole. A good he's, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he's been a bitch like Joffrey, like. Like, Joffrey was an asshole, but, like, you know, once he was in danger of any sort or was put in his place, he'd fucking quiver like a bitch. And it's like, no, not really, not really Ramsay. I mean, he'd, he'd get all, like, I guess, pissed off at his dad, but that was about it. I mean, like, no one made him quiver like a bitch the way Joffrey was. Yeah. I, I just want a brutal. I want a brutal death for him, but he like dies fighting or something. Yeah, like, yeah, we're gonna get. I think. I think they're gonna satisfy us, guys. I think they know who Ramsey is, what he is, and uh, they're gonna put him down good. Cause I have to say, when Joffrey died, it was one of the best things I ever saw. Like it, it was good. It felt good. I've never cheered yeah, I agree. someone dying. So Kinda- I, I want to see Ramsey be it. Be good. I want to see him command the army, and I want to see John put up a fight. I want to see all that. Like, don't get me I wrong. I think he's gonna I, use dirty tactics. Another, another, There's another no one death that. that I really enjoyed was John's John John's death. He died yeah. like a fucking boss. He got stabbed by so many fucking people. Yeah, and they were all like for the watch, for the watch, for the, and he yeah. was just like taking it. And the way he dies isn't like, oh uh, why? It was just like fuck. Yeah. No, I agree. I think we've gotten some really. Epic, even even Rob's death, Cat, uh, Catelyn's death. We've gone, we've gone some good shit, guys. So I think uh, I don't want, I don't want. I'm telling you guys right now, don't go in with um like high expectations, but go in excited. Go in with that adrenaline. Go in knowing we're gonna get a battle. Brittany, I always go in thinking I'm not gonna see Tormund that episode. Oh my god. That way I don't feel bad about the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So with that, I think uh. We we have we we can always talk so much, but we gotta end it, guys, because then it's gonna be like a three hour. Yeah, shut um, up, Brittany. You all of you, shut up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, join us next time for a brand new installment of the Throne Room. Visit poppychilleradio.com/archives to download this episode and many more. Registered users will gain access to our archives of previously aired broadcasts. You can also download tonight's broadcast through iTunes. Just search for the Throne Room and subscribe. 
Please like Poppy Chula Radio on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash radio. Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an honor personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Co-hosts, wish the listeners a good night. Not today. I mean, good night. Good night. Not today. <laughs> That's only for Priscilla, but yeah. <laughs> not today, guys. Not today. We're not ending this podcast today. I'm just kidding. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific for a brand new installment of The Throne Room. Good night. Good night.